Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing, uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Straight out of Nashville. Here's your next big star. He don't write the songs he sings, but he knows the words by heart. Wears a cowboy hat and some tight blue jeans And he struts around the stage like he's the coolest thing you've ever seen Howdy there, I'm Matt McKinley and we're burning daylight Good morning, beautiful people Actually I don't know if you're beautiful, I'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt Because I'm just that type of guy But it is a lovely, cool morning today. A little bit chilly. And it's going to be jungle balls hot this afternoon. So, I'm going to wear my vest for roughly 13 minutes this morning before the sun pops up over the hills. And, uh, and then it's going to try its damnedest to fry us to death. 
that's what I got going for me today. Uh, still getting a lot of good reviews, a lot of good feedback, and uh, this thing's starting to take off. We're getting pretty close to a thousand listens altogether. Should hit that today, I would imagine. And that's just incredible. Been at it a week, just over a week, and uh, almost a thousand total plays. So I'm kind of proud of that. So thank you guys. Appreciate everything you've done. I don't really have anything particular in mind to talk about today, no specific topic, so I'm just going to ramble a little bit. Um, my wife had mentioned this last night, and we got the meme on the, the Facebook page about uh, how down the Old Town Road is a mountain, and over that mountain's a valley, and in that valley you can go fuck yourself. And I thought it was pretty funny. My my cousin posted it for me, and uh, and it, it, it's a pretty funny meme. And uh, for those of you who don't know me personally, I am kind of a, a country music purist. And a couple years ago, this song would have drove me absolutely batshit insane. That. <coughs> this little Nas X fella and uh, and Billy Ray, oh Billy Ray Cyrus, what a fucking dude! But <laughs> anyway, that it would have really drove me nuts. This would have been top in the country charts. But I look at it today, and I look at some of the other shit that topped the charts. Uh, Luke Bryan. Uh, just an idiot. Uh, Florida Georgia Line. Uh, Jason Aldean. Uh, and then I look at this little Nas X. Alright, it was more of a just a mainstream hip-hop song that mentioned some cowboy shit, so good on him. And if he gets to ride a little wave of uh, popularity, even better. But I just look at it and it is not any worse than some of the shit that's been put out on country radio by supposed country artists in the last, you know, 20 years. And uh, especially the last couple with this bro, like, country rap nonsense that's been going on. Uh, yeah, I, I think his stuff is actually better than some of the shit that's been played, so... I really don't have that high of an opinion on it, so, like I said, for those of you who know me personally, that might be a little bit of a shocker, but, eh, I don't really care. Country music's been dead for a while, so, real, actual country music is, has been dead, long dead, so, eh, whatever, go get your money, kid, that's what we're all trying to do, so, have at it. One of the reasons I love memes on uh, on Facebook. Uh, as you may have noticed, I, I share a lot of them, but it really gets under the skin of some of my, my more left-wing friends, and I like, I know they're, they're 
really kind of irritated when I post them and I can't help but like right as I'm hitting post I'm like giggling to myself like a little idiot because <laughs> I know that there's about three or four people that just their hackles are going to go up and, <laughs> and for whatever reason it's kind of might be kind of sick and twisted but that just gives me a little bit of a, a little bit of thrill <laughs> and I uh I love it it, it just it's funnier than hell to me so uh just know that if uh if you are like taken aback by any of any of the stuff I posted and uh and you're getting your keyboard fingers warmed up to, to type a fiery response, uh, I'm already laughing at you. So, just a, just a heads up. I, I imagine that if, uh, if you're listening to this show, you're not really offended by a whole lot. So, that, that's probably a good thing. But if you are, just know I'm, I'm laughing. And I'm not li- laughing with you. I am 100% laughing at you. Do you ever have a time, like, take any topic that you can think of where you just have zero opinion at all? You're just 100% neutral on this particular topic. And then you meet somebody who is well-versed in that topic and is enthusiastic and passionate about it and uh, so much so that it becomes annoying and then it eventually grates on your soul to where you just have an undying hatred for said subject that you once had zero opinion on at all. Let me tell you about my Jew buddy Rob. Rob is from Chicago. This really has nothing to do with him being a Jew, I promise. I just, it's just one of those things we, we always, we always attribute to him, because it's true. So anyway, Rob is from Chicago, or a, a north suburb of Chicago. And Rob loves him some Chicago sports teams. Cubs and the Bears. And both teams, before I met him, I could have cared less. I'm a Broncos fan, and I uh, am typically kind of an AFC homer. Uh, baseball, same way. I'm Colorado Rockies fans, fan, typically a National League guy. But there's a few teams on the National League I like. And uh, so, therefore, that's that was kind of my my thoughts on the Bears. I'd just be like, well, eh, they were they had a good defense in '85, and it's about all I can say about them. I like Brian Erlacher. and then uh, so I got that, and then in walks Rob. And uh, he starts harping on some Chicago sports, and uh, which is all well and good. We we've got our own teams, 
And then, I'm not sure if it was so much Rob in the beginning as much as it was he doubled down so hard on everything with our buddy Aaron because those two would just get into hours-long arguments over fucking nothing, really. I mean, really just nothing. And they would, they would get to arguing about the Cubs versus whoever. And Rob always had some just asinine reason why the <laughs> the Cubs were better than whatever other team. And and it very rarely made sense to anybody besides Rob. But he uh, because of him I now have a a deep-seated hatred for all things Chicago sports. (laughs) So, a couple of the other funny facts about Rob, just to enhance the visual for you, so you can get try try to get as much of the full effect as I can I can get. So Rob has an oversized head. I mean that dome, like it rivals the Superdome down in. New Orleans. I he he's got to be like an eight or better on his hat size. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's a massive, massive dome piece, and he's he's got the not not a, a real thick Midwest accent, Chicago, but he's got a little bit of it, and he's Jewish, so he kind of. Kind of talks fast, like like the Jew, the Jewish guys typically do. Kind of think Ben Shapiro or somebody like that. How he talks really fast and uh, he gets the point across. And and then, and Rob really has those almost exact same mannerisms, except they're more exaggerated with a, a Midwest accent. And uh, and that that is really the first time that comparison has popped into my mind that Rob and Ben Shapiro have the same, like, cadence. Huh. I, that might be the first time I've, uh, I've noticed Rob having anything in common with another Jew. So, anyway, we, we, we'd call him Pac-Man because he had, when he would get frustrated in an argument, he'd just be like, ah, dah, and it just kind of, like, sounded like the old, uh, Pac-Man game, you know, dip, 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 dip. and uh, that or Mars attacks. Uh, so that that is kind of my buddy Rob. So now that you've heard that, you will never be able to take him seriously in any argument that you or any conversation really that you ever have with him. And Rob, Rob is a very smart individual. He actually is a lawyer, and. Uh, <laughs> But now, uh, he's, sorry Rob, you've, you've lost all street cred with all my listeners, I'm sure. But, <laughs> so then, then you'd have Aaron, who's just like the big angry Irishman, with, uh, with the bald head and the red beard, and, uh, and he's yelling like you would expect an Irishman to yell. And, uh, and then Rob just Pac-Man in a way of an gap, 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 gap. <laughs> and, and it was always over Chicago sports in one way or another. 
And uh, and th these arguments continue to this day. <laughs> that that was kind of what sparked my uh, my hatred for uh, for Chicago sports. And uh, uh, Rob, I love you to death. He cracked me up to no end. And uh, and if anybody's thinking I'm going too hard on Rob, I Rob is one of my best friends. I was in. I was in his wedding as a groomsman. He gave a speech at mine. Like we, we're we're good. <coughs> I love that guy to death. We just he is a for whatever reason about his personality. It just gives he has a giant target on him. He said, "Just please give me shit at all times," and that uh, people take it to heart, or at least I did. Today's show is brought to you. Once again, buy the D-bags. Don't be a gunsel. And um, I've had a few comments on what a gunsel is. And uh, typically a gunsel is kind of described as somebody who looks like a cowboy, dresses like a cowboy, but overall don't know what the fuck they're doing. And, uh, and they're pretty prevalent anywhere you go. And some people have different names for them, depending on what line of work you're in. But for us in the cowboy world, we call them a gunsel. But anyway, Don't Be a Gunsel is it's a website started to uh, started with the working cowboy with, who has a sense of humor in mind. And they also have a line of merch that you can buy. Uh, they've got some hats and some stickers and uh, a coffee mug. Uh, you can find them at Don't Be a Gunsel on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, if you go buy any of their merch, make sure you use the promo code Burning Daylight and get 10% off. It'll help them out. That'll help me out, and you get some cool shit for a little bit cheaper. And their prices are already pretty cheap. So go, I'll go check them out, support them, and uh, use the Burning uh, Burning Daylight promo code B U R N I N. D-A-Y-L-I-G-H-T. I, uh, I spelled the daylight wrong yesterday because uh, I'm a fucking hand, that's why. But anyway, go check them out. Don't be a gunsel. I'm riding little Maggie today. And I believe I have been feeding her far too many oats because she is feeling good. Better than she should be. She is out. Uh, little froggy she actually tried to buck with me that might be the first time she's actually actually legit tried to to buck when i was under saddle but she is she is feeling good it's kind of cool this morning and uh yeah she's uh she's kind of been a little bit of a handful we've had some uh we've had a little bit of, a little bit of uh back and forth here this morning but She's getting pretty lathered up, and I think she'll settle down here in a minute. I think. Who knows? These young horses always gotta... They gotta try you a little bit, it seems like. But, she's doing alright. I was, uh... Thinking to myself the other day. And since I didn't record it then like I should've, I'm gonna do it now. I love the show King of the Hill. I... I watched it a ton in high school and college, and I always, uh, 
I always thought I was kind of like a Hank Hill. I kind of a family man, uh, manly man, I thought. And uh, and the more I watched, I realized Hank Hill has no sense of humor. So I'm not I'm not really a Hank Hill type. Uh, in fact, the more I thought about it, I was like, I am way more like Dale Gribble. I am. 100% entertained by conspiracy theories and uh, and I'm willing to entertain at least the premise of most of them. Doesn't mean I agree with them, but I will entertain the thought, which I think is, uh, I think everybody should at least entertain some of these, these conspiracy theories because if you look back through history, federal government does not have a great track record of being real honest. So, to, to just write off some of them, I, uh, <laughs> I don't think is wise. I don't think you have to, to dive head first into every one of them either, but it doesn't hurt to entertain the idea of some of these, these conspiracy theories. And, uh, so... I don't know if I'm quite quite as squirrely as Dale Gribble, and I don't smoke cigarettes, so uh, there's that, but I do wear sunglasses most of the time, and a ball cap, and uh, and I usually have a, have a little dip of Copenhagen in, so I, I see myself with a lot more parallels to Dale Gribble than I do Hank Hill, and you know what? Um, in no way is that depressing. So we're doing some checkways today and I'm pretty sure my other pen rider is fucking with me. Either that or she just can't count. I haven't decided yet because I'm very kind of OCD, very particular when I'm bringing cattle to the scale. I like a good round number, so if it's ending in a five or a zero, that's usually how I'm bringing them, just because it makes it easier to add up your total head count at the end. And so I, these little heifers, just depending on how long they've been here, that when, when we're check weighing them, I bring either 25 or 30 head, try to every draft till you get down to the end. You know, and then you just bring what, whatever's left. But that's what I try to bring. 25 or 30. Not in between, just just depending on the size of the heifers. That's what I'm trying to bring. And uh, a whole lot of 26s, <clears throat> uh, 29s, 32s. And uh, I thought I was going to develop a nervous tick while I was bringing them up there. But, like I said, I think she may just be trolling with me, so, I don't know, if that was her <clears throat> intention, <laughs> well played, ma'am, well played. So, like I said earlier, oh, Maggie's had too many oats here in the last little bit, and uh, so we've been kind of butting heads all morning, she, uh, she seems to have forgot that when I'm on I'm on her back and in the saddle I own her head. That's 
her nose is mine and uh, so she she is not wanting to give her her nose very bad today and so because of that the bridge of her nose is going to be a little sore in the morning because I've been pulling on it a little bit and that's the good thing about a bozelle is you can pull on their head quite a little bit more and uh, it'll heal up but if you get in their mouth too much uh, they, they don't they become less responsive and uh, and just harder to work with they uh, they get real high-headed because of the pressure of the, the bit in their mouth wants them to a lot of times they'll want to toss their head and they they do that as well with the bozelle but any pressure you you put on the makati when you're bringing that that rain to your body it's putting downward pressure well side pressure on their nose so it's i mean it's a double double edge deal and eventually it's gonna it's gonna irritate them enough that they they will go ahead and give their nose and then once they do that you're you're in control and but you got to release as soon as they give it like right there you go right there she's tucking her chin to her chest right now which will help with the with her stop later on so eventually I'll be able to just lift the reins and she'll sit down and and slide to a stop that's that's the goal anyways so we're uh, we're getting there she's wanting to go to the barn of course that's where the other horses are and that's where feed is so I'm gonna I'm gonna lighten up on her feed for the next couple of days or so and I'm gonna ride her a little bit more and I think maybe this weekend I'm gonna go climb a hill with her you want to talk about putting some wet saddle blankets on a horse go take them up the hill as fast as you can get them to go and still not you know not kill themselves and then come back down just as just as fast as you can and then there if their head's not just dragging the dirt when you get to the bottom turn around and go right back up and uh especially if it's a good sandy or rocky hill just something they got to really work at and uh, that, uh, it makes a makes a world of difference on a horse so if you can get that accomplished then then you're doing good and uh, my old man used to say sweat lubricates the brain of a horse and I, I think that's best thing you can do is just put miles and work on them and then and the rest of it will come you know if they got if they got a good mind to them and uh you know and they're built right where they can take a little bit of abuse and i mean abuse by hard work i don't mean actual abuse uh then yeah, if they got a good mind and they're built decent enough to where they can they can go for a while. You can't ride them too much. 
and the more more time you you can put on them and the more they sweat the more the receptive they are to your cues and and you've got to you got to know when to be tough with them and when to when to reward them and and it's all it's all pressure and release as soon as they give just a little bit to your pressure release it and uh next thing they know next thing you know they they've got that figured out and it doesn't take near as much pressure and pretty soon they're just light as a bell well i just got done putting cattle away maggie's gonna stand tied away from the barn for a little bit just because she's being a little bit of a turd today so i'm not done with her yet i don't know if i'll ride her anymore but she can at least stand tied and saddled for a little bit i've got her right next right tied to a pen of holstein heifers so they'll those heifers will come over and, and fuck with her a little bit and uh that's good for them just anything out of their comfort zone just a little desensitizing so she's gonna stand there for a little bit it's gonna get hot today so i won't leave her leave her there for too long and uh and she was she was agreeable after a while so it's not like she was just really being being a jackass so i'm gonna go to lunch and then i get done i will i'll uh, unsaddle her and and then she can be done for the day but she uh she can sit and soak a little bit and it'll be good for her give her time to think about stuff while she's uh while those heifers are in annoying the shit out of her so it'd be good young horses gotta love them it's uh it's neat watching the progress with them but they get to acting nice and then they have a day kind of like today where they're just they're feeling a little too good about themselves and you get frustrated but then you gotta remember she's only three years old they're not quite three so there's a lot of give and take and uh and today was one of those those give days i had to give her a little discipline and uh and we'll see i'll probably ride her again tomorrow and we'll see how she does so anyhow i'm gonna wrap there for the day i think i think i've said all i need to say and uh Hopefully y'all enjoy it. Once again, thanks for all the support, all the listens, all the all the activity on social media. There's uh, been a lot of traffic here lately, and uh, let's keep it up. Let's help this thing grow. Like I said, starting to get some attention, and I think we're getting ready to get, get a pretty big audience, and uh, I, I really hope so. I just, I'm having a lot of fun and I'm enjoying everybody's input and feedback and I've got some suggestions on stuff to talk about. I won't cover those today, uh, but I'm going to compile a bunch. I've got a, I've got the Great GIF War of 2019 going on my Facebook page, so uh, go check that out at Burning Daylight on Facebook, uh, my personal page, Matt McKinley. 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram at MickerMac85. And then the show page is at Burning Daylight. Uh, use the hashtag Burning Daylight when you're when you're talking about some cowboy shit, and I'll uh, and I will uh, I will go check it out. Uh, any other subjects you want me to talk about? Any song requests? I've had a few of those as well. Uh, just let me know. See if I can't find them, and if I like them, I might play them. Uh, this GIF ordeal I forgot to mention, uh, you'll have to go check it out so you can see what I did there, but responses are only in GIFs or GIFs, however you want to call it, but G-I-F, and uh, the one that makes me laugh the hardest, I will uh, give you a shout out on the show and then I'll send you a uh, free Don't Be a Gunsel sticker, and uh, so keep them coming. Uh, I could probably communicate in a group message with nothing but but gyps. So I'm a big fan of them. Uh, but go check that out. Go check out Don't Get Gunsel. Give them a like. Uh, check out their merch. If you like it, use the promo code Burning Daylight. Get 10% off. And uh, I think I'm gonna call it a day. So uh, you'll be safe out there. Uh, don't be a dick and uh, move your ass. We're burning daylight. Straight out of Nashville, here's your next big star. He don't write the songs he sings, but he knows the words by heart. Where's a cowboy hat? And some tight blue jeans And he struts around the stage Like he's the coolest thing you've ever seen Oh, you gotta love him He looks like a supermodel And knows how to strike a pose And he don't mind the makeup As long as no one knows He's got that crooked grin And talks with a southern drawl Acts like Toby Keith But sounds a lot like Tim McGraw but if he's country, I'll kiss your ass And throw all my Willie Nelson records in the trash He's the same old shit in a slightly different bag Oh, yeah, but if he's country, well, then country's pretty bad I don't watch CMT, no, that shit makes me sick And that old Kenny Chesney, what a hypocrite He'll swear he's country, but lives in the Caribbean Sings all about the islands now, or what happened to the Tennessee Oh, if he's country, I'll kiss your ass And throw all my Johnny Cash records in the trash He's all about image, cause image pays the bucks Oh, but if he's country, well, then country really sucks But what happened to the outlaws? Who weren't afraid to cross the line? And what happened to the working men who sang the truth about their troubled lives? I was 
was raised in Georgia and no one read like town. And my daddy played guitar in every honky tonk around. And he taught me all the good stuff, that solid country gold. But now I love it all from hip hop to rock and roll. And if I ain't country, well, I don't give a damn. My daddy taught me to be my own kind of man. He said, son, you don't have to go along with a crowd all. Oh, so if I ain't country, well, I'm pretty freaking proud. Oh, I don't need their labels anyhow. 